Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried, but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. Our story is about a town, a small town, and the people who live in the town. From a distance, it presents itself like so many other small towns all over the world. Safe. Decent. Innocent. Get closer, though, and you start seeing the shadows underneath. The name of our town is Exposition, Maine. And beneath its quaint, vaguely nautical surface lies a black heart full of sin, crime, and sinning criminals. Why, even this humble laundrette has its fair share of intrigue. Let's take a listen. Excuse me, miss. Miss! Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. You've been cleaning the door of that dryer for 45 minutes now, dearie. Something on your mind? Is there ever? I'm pregnant and I haven't told the father yet. This is Belle Bishop, barely 20 years old with the whole world in front of her. Or she did before falling for the greatest prank God ever pulled, love. Love trapped her mother to this town and it was doing the same to her. Belle worried that her mother's escape, a watery grave, would be her only route out too. Out of the town she felt pressing down on her every day of her life like a panini press of toil and drudgery. I'm so glad to be finally getting this off my chest. Mm-hmm, okay. A million questions are running through my mind. Will I ever get out of this laundromat, out of this town, and see Paris? Am I destined to repeat my mother's mistakes? If the cells for me were in my mother, and her mother, and her mother, are women technically immortal? Is being around all this water even good for the baby? All right, that last one is a good question. With all the runoff coming from the Makewood factory, our city's tap water is more toxic than masculinity. Did somebody say Makewood? I hate them almost as much as I hate my life and my dead wife and having to depend on my daughter for financial support. Dad, when did you get here? Mr. Frisbee said I could make some quick cash licking the lint traps clean. A bishop doesn't turn down honest work. Dad, you're drunk. Go home. You think you're better than me, huh? Is that it? In this moment, yes. Fair enough. Can you walk Daddy home? As Belle Bishop puts her own troubles aside to help her father, the Makewoods are having a family dispute of their own. Oh, I'm just Mommy's little mistake, huh? Oh, don't be like that, Gark. Trich and Jolt can do no wrong in Mommy's eyes, but every little move old Gark makes is a big, fat failure. Well, I'm done being the family punching bag. I'm starting a business, and it's going to blow your little staple remover factory out of the water. On an unrelated note, can I have some money for a thing? Little staple remover factory? The nerve of you! The absolute gall for you to come into my house, a house that staple removers built, and call the industry that kept you fed and clothed for 28 years little. I fought hard to keep this little company under Makewood control after the untimely and completely unsuspicious death of your father. And this is how you repay me? The wrong identical quadruplet died. Mama, don't say that. Quiet, Trich. Hey, guys, what's... 
Jesus, Mom. Sorry, Joe. I just got swept up in the moment. That's it. I'm out of here. That house is cancerous. It's always going to be like that unless I do something drastic. Jolt is always going to be replacement daddy. Trich is always going to be mama's little softy. And I'll always be the fuck up. Well, they'll all see soon. I got someone coming to town that knows the score. And he's ready to name names. Then we'll see who's the fuck up. Yikes. Tough stuff. Gark Makewood, the rake of Exposition, Maine, isn't one to usually make promises he can't keep. Unless you count, I'll call you. The least dependable of the Makewood triplets is taking a stand against the family. And to whom's does he swinging his allegiance? Gark Makewood, it's been a long time. Meanwhile, across town, Belle is getting some much-needed counsel. Jazzy, what am I going to do? Girlfriend, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. So I say this with love. Whatever you choose, you got to choose soon, girl. Your body and or the U.S. government is going to wind up making your choice for you if you don't act quick. I know, but how am I going to tell Tab? Better think of something quick, because here he comes. Uh, who were you talking to, babe? Um, just to Jazzy. It's so cute that you still play with dolls. (laughs) Uh, Time for you to unbutton that shirt so I can play with my favorite toys. Tab, I have to tell you something. What's the matter, babe? Is it your monthly visitor? Oh, she's not coming through for a long time. Poor, poor Tab Browser. A corn-faced boy for whom nothing worked out. Even a solidly upper-lower-middle-class girl like Belle was out of his league. And now that she was bound to him by child, Tab couldn't help but feel like he had just dragged her down. But that was always the problem with Tab Browser. It wasn't that he was poor. It wasn't that he was doomed to failure. Tab Browser was a self-involved little dullard. Belle had said she was pregnant, and he hadn't thought to double-check that he was the father. But alas and alack, there was another coffee stir in that macchiato. Trich! Thank God you're here! Trich Makewood and Belle Bishop, a clandestine couple. How will their feuding parents take the news? And what will become of Gark and his matricidal machinations? And to whomst does Belle's baby belong? To find out, tune in next time to... Coming Clean. Previously on Coming Clean. I'm pregnant. I got someone coming to town that knows the score, and he's ready to name names. Tab, I have to tell you something. Trich, thank God you're here. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried, but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean.
came as soon as I got the text. Mama was taking a shower, so we didn't have reception. At least your family isn't immune to the havoc it causes. Mama always says magnetized water is a small price to pay for fiscal solvency, but I'm beginning to wonder if maybe she was wrong? Trich, I asked you to come over because I need to tell you something. I'm... I'm pregnant. How can that be? We were so careful. Not really. No, we were. We always triple baggied, and I should only have one-fourth the jizz of a non-quadruplet. That's science. Well, be that as it may, accidents can happen. Are you sure it's mine? What? Well, we never had the exclusivity talk. Are you seeing other people? No, but... Yeah, well, me either. So shove it, Richie Trich. Harsh. Harsh, indeed. Especially since we know this is not the first it's-your-baby conversation Bella's had tonight. But how did one-third of the richest triplets in town, actually the only triplets in town but still very rich, come to even meet the laundress lass from Los Feliz, Maine? Not in high school. The Maywood boys were sent to the privatest of private schools. Not at the local soda fountain. Belle is on a diet! No. Trich met Belle when she was in his mother's employ. Maid? Oh, Maid! Yes, Mrs. Makewood? I sent you on a champagne run, Maid. What kind did you get? Bollinger, ma'am? Special cuvee? Well, it tastes like spumante! That will be all. Hey. Hey. And that is how Belle Bishop found herself with two paramours from opposite poles of the socioeconomic spectrum. Hippa, you're my second best friend and first most reasonable friend. What am I going to do? What does your heart say? I don't know. On the one hand, Trich could provide for us. He'd be a very nurturing father. On the other hand, being related to that crazy bitch Shimmy Makewood, ugh. What about Tab? Oh, Tab. I wish I could love him the way he deserves to be loved. You know, at all. Well, as your second best friend... My first best friend is Jazzy. Yes, we all know your best friend is a doll and that I could never compete. Uh, As Jazzy's runner-up, I say go with the rich guy. But as your OBGYN, I say it's too early for a prenatal DNA test. Oh, pooey. It's too soon for Belle's paternity test. And too late for Gark Makewood to change his mind about selling out his family. It's a shame the Don cannot meet with you today, Gawk Makewood. I got him a fruit basket and everything. Do not take his absence as a sign of disrespect. On the contrary, it's a mark of trust. The Don wants you working immediately. Anything to help my new family, or should I say, familia? Family is fine. Fine. The main mafia is a loose affiliation of businessmen and women who came together from shared interest. We are not primarily Italian. The main mafia? Does such a thing exist? Yes, it does. Fun fact, did you know lobster used to be prison food? Well, it was, and convicts in the Pine Tree State got a taste for it. A taste which got harder and harder to fulfill after lobster, which is an arthropod like ants and spiders, by the way, became a staple in fancy restaurants, starting at New York City's Delmonico's. Enter the main mafia, who began supplying the creme de la société and gangsters alike. Also cocaine, they sell cocaine. We want you to meet a, a friend of the family. This is Reginald Duxworth Ainsley Fortshire the Tight. Actually, it's pronounced Dates. 
but please call me Reginald. Reginald is looking to make some friends in Expo. The right type of friends, of course. I've got big plans for this town. Big, big plans. Rutrow sounds ominous. Almost as ominous as when a dad finds out his only daughter is knocked up by persons unknown. You're pregnant? In this house, we have two rules. Toilet paper should always be hung in the overhang fashion, and nobody gets knocked up. Well, now that rule number two is broken, I don't think I trust you with the Charmin. Dad, stop. You don't mean that. Never disappoint a disappointment, kiddo. Who's going to have their shit together now, huh? Not I. No daughter of mine is going to out-fuck up me. I'm going out to get drunker than a drunk skunk's unk up playing kerplunk on a bunk. What does that even mean? I don't know, but I aims to find out. Goodbye, traitor. Don't listen to him, Val. You're not a disappointment. Thank you, Jazzy. To be honest, most people in your life saw this coming a while back. Not what I need to be hearing right now. Hey, you love me because I keep it real. That's why I'm your BFF. I know. And a talking doll. I really don't have time to get into that right now. My bad. Do you have any idea who the father is? Tab or Tritch? 100% definitely, probably one of them. Wait, are there more men in the running? Oh, how strange. I didn't realize that witch cursed you to forever walk the earth as a haunted doll and a judgy bitch. Wow, hormonal much? Very probably. When do hormones even start? We have got to get some more comprehensive sex ed in this town. Well, which one do you want it to be? The heir to a staple remover fortune or a guy who works part-time at staples? I don't know. There's a lot that Belle Bishop doesn't know. For instance, what is Paramore number two, Tab Browser, up to at this very moment? There's someone here to see the Don. Yeah, I gotta ask for a job, Ola. I need Scratch for my kid on the way, and maybe a jet ski if there's any left over. Ain't nobody sees the Don at this juncture. He has a pressing family matter that requires attention. When you say family, do you mean like his family family or his us family? What's it matter to you? Because I care about the boss, and I wanted to know if I could help. Sheesh, Tina, what's gotten into you? What's gotten into me's? How dare you ask me that? You know Rebecca is on assignment. Sorry, boss. I always get nervous when she's away. A volcanologist travels to active volcanoes. I should be over this by now, but I'm not. I'm sorry, dude. That sounds super harsh and hella fraught for you. But I need to talk to the Dawn. And what makes the yutz who got my daughter knocked up think he has the right to talk to me? Don Bishopi. Time up, boyos. Me and Tab Browser have some baby names to discuss. Gulp. Something tells me Don Bishopi doesn't actually want to discuss baby names. That usually doesn't involve tying someone up at gunpoint. And what if Tab isn't the father of Belle's baby? If Pappy kills Tab for no reason, boy won't there be egg on his face. And how does the mysterious Reginald Daints fit into all of this? The answer to some of these questions on the next Coming Clean. Previously on Coming Clean. I'm pregnant! And it's my baby! 
I, Gark Makewood, hate my family! I've got big plans for this town. Big, big plans. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. Morning, all. Good morning, Jolt. Hey, bro. Hope everyone's ready for the big day. Oh, yes. Who could forget Jolt's big day? I want this year's lottery day to be bigger than ever. And tell me, dear triplet, how can you possibly top last year's lottery day? You set up a parade and a ball and a carnival and Eric Estrada cast the first stone. Are you going to get two guys from the cast of Chips? Maybe Eric Estrada and MC Chris and make it a C-Lab 2021 reunion. I'm bringing back the beauty pageant. Mom, you dropped your breakfast martini. What's wrong? You can't bring back the pageant, Joel. I won't allow it. Oh, Mom, it won't be like when you were young. The woman's not going to be sacrificed to ensure a bountiful harvest. We have drones now. How would drones ensure a bountiful harvest? They like measure dew points or something. How the hell should I know? I'm not a farmer, and how dare you accuse me of being one? It's not that. They hadn't sacrificed the pageant queen since 7 to 8. Okay, so what's your problem? I can't... You'll just have to trust me. That ship sailed a long time ago, Mom. I think we both know that. I guess it's not just Gark who has a beef with Mommy Dearest. But why does the Lottery Day pageant have Shimmy shaking in her chiffon? Oh, Dip, I almost forgot. Last episode, Pappy Bishop, or Don Bishopi of the main mafia, I guess, had a gun pointed at our Dear Tab browser. What's going on with that? You got a lot of nerve coming to me asking for a job to pay for my grandkid. To be fair, I didn't know you were the Don of the main mafia. I always thought you were a worthless drunk. Uh, no offense, sir. Yes, that's what I wanted you to think. Nobody suspects the guy who... Can't string two sentences together. Of being the head of a highly complex criminal organization. So you're not drunk all the time? Hell no. On the contrary, I've been straight edge since my first minor threat show. Boston, the rat, 82. But I've seen you stone drunk at noon on a Tuesday at a christening. Acting, dear boy. I didn't know you were an actor. Or a mob boss. Or a hardcore fan. You contain multitudes, Mr. Bishop. Yes, well, you didn't come here to hear my life story. Uh, true. I came here to I ask. crisscrossed the East Coast up and down in a traveling circus. I was born there. And if my father had had his way, I'd have died there. But one night in Athens, I happened to catch a B-52s show. They were electric. Drawing references from surf movies, the fluxists, and the queer underground. A true chosen family. I knew my future was an art punk, not the high wire. I stole a camel, Nefertiti, and I never looked back. Wow. Nef and I made our way north, hopping trains and relying on the kindness of some very open-minded truck drivers. 
We grew very close. I proposed in Cumberland, and she accepted. Or at least, I think she did. She ate the ring, which seemed pretty definite to me. How romantic? Well, unfortunately, the ring was her undoing. Tore a hole in her lower intestines. She died in my arms. The only vet willing to take our case worked for the main mafia, juicing up ponies for harness racing. And the rest, as they say, is history. I'm sorry, Mr. Bishop. Love taken in its prime is the greatest of tragedies. That in dogs with wheels for legs. So cute, yet so sad. Perhaps I misjudged you, Tabbert. You're not the man I'd have chosen for my daughter. But if I've learned anything in this life, it's that curveballs are going to come. And how you handle them, that's who you really are. I think we can find a place for you in this organization. Oh, I love a parade, don't you? They are tolerable divisions. <laughs> There's that dry British wit, gotta love it. Good morning, and welcome to WEXP's coverage of the 396th Annual Lottery Day Parade. I'm Carol Brandeis Carthesian, and with me is Reginald Duxworth Ainsley Fordshire III. It's pronounced Daints. And we are here to commemorate, I'm sorry, I'm reading this correctly, the grand old tradition in this town of stoning a goodly and beauteous maiden unto death for the assurance of plenty and succor in the harvest to come. <laughs> I bet you think it's pretty queer for us Yanks to be more steeped in tradition than you folks across the pond, eh, Governor? The comparative tradition-bound mindsets of our respective nations is the least of my qualms. Pip-pip, cheerio, two countries divided by a common tongue, right? Oh, <laughs> we have fun. Have you heard a word I said? This is barbarism. Of course, we haven't killed the Harvest Maiden since the late 70s, but the parade has continued unabated. What was once the grim march of one woman to her death is now a celebration of commerce and the diversity of our town. When I am done with this town, these abhorrent traditions will be a thing of the past. Picture it with me now, a new, purer city arising from the ashes of its former ignominy. Oh, I have big plans for this place. Big, big plans. Oh, look, a swan. How wonderful. Yes, the first float of the day has arrived. Sponsored by the Exposition Chamber of Commerce, this swan is made of 1,100,000 bushels of baby's breath. Baby's breath? Why not roses or carnations? White roses? What is the Chamber of Commerce made of? Money? Ooh, and coming around the bend is Big Ben Franklin, made of $100 bills, also sponsored by the Expo Chamber of Commerce. Now I know what you're thinking, Wrench. That right after you said the Chamber of Commerce wasn't made of money, a float literally made of money appears? That you're used to Big Ben being a clock, but this time it's a man! Actually, Big Ben is the bell, and I am aware of Benjamin Franklin. He didn't like your folk much, but he loved French whores! Who doesn't? <laughs> too true, too true. Would you zip me up? Sure thing. Gee, good thing this pageant isn't happening next month or you wouldn't be able to fit in your dress, what with the baby and all. Hippa, shh. Nobody is supposed to know I'm pregnant. Sorry. Aren't you bound by doctor-patient confidentiality? Oh yeah, I, I always forget about that. Uh, can I make it up to you by telling you who in town has herpes? Ew, no. Don't say ew. Herpes is incredibly common and not a big deal.
Ladies, looking good. How are the preparations going? Everything shaved and tucked and whatnot? What do you think we're tucking, you creep? Get the fuck out. Mom thinks this pageant is a bad idea, but I say, what could be wrong with a little healthy competition between some lovely ladies? Stop trying to put women in competition with each other. Yeah, everyone in town knows I'm going to win, so this is really cruel to Hippa and the other one. My name's Jenny! Not my problem. What do you mean, everyone in town knows you're going to win? Well, it's just always been that way. I'm the prettiest girl in town, no contest. Yes, it is a contest. It's this contest. I'm sick of living in your shadow. Me too. Shut up, Jilly. It's Jenny. You always get your way. Get everything you want. Get everything I want. Well, not today, sister. Anyone can win Lottery Queen. Yeah, anyone. Not you. Meow. The claws are coming out. Maybe Shimmy Makewood was right about this pageant. Maybe it does only lead to heartbreak. I'm telling you, this pageant only leads to heartbreak. If you say so, Mama. I do say so. I'll keep on saying it until someone listens to me. I'm listening, Mama. I meant someone important. Oh. It was the beginning of the end for me and your father, that pageant. I thought you met father at Lottery Day. In our case, the beginning of the end was at the beginning of the beginning. Our love was doomed from the start. As Shimmy Makewood remembers how she got that last name, we travel back into the dark, distant past of 1989. A time of action comedy sequels, the waning influence of the Memphis School of Design, and legal rape within a marriage. Seriously, they didn't figure that shit out until the 90s. I'm telling you, Carl, it's over between us. Nobody tells Carl Makewood when it's over. Carl Makewood always calls the shots. Always! I'll burn this hotel business center to the ground with you in it before I let you go. <laughs> Behold, Sylvia Makewood, nay Jeffries. New addition to the Lobster Springs social scene. Anyone who's anyone in Maine vacations here, and Carl Makewood is most certainly someone. Just ask him. Pull yourself together, Shimmy Jeffries. You did not claw your way out of the Knoxville gutter to be set on fire by your husband. That's some Yankee shit. If anyone thinks they're a bigger monster than you, they've got another thing coming. Alt-dot-perfect-murder. Aha! That's it! Who's there? Look, I'm sorry. Arguing over who's going to set fire to who is no way to spend a honeymoon. To whom? God damn it! What I mean to say is, I'm sorry. Can we let bygones be bygones and just be married again? My hometown is having a beauty pageant and I'm supposed to judge. Beauty pageant? Hmm. I guess we could give it another go. Here they are, the ladies of Lottery Day. Aren't they so pure? Don't they look smart? Okay, Belle, focus. Everybody knows you're the prettiest girl in town with the best personality and bounciest hair and even bounciest tits. As long as nobody finds out you're pregnant, this is in the bag. And nobody is going to find out that you're pregnant because you only told Tab and Trish, and Hippa, and your dad, and your haunted doll, and that random lady at the laundromat, but that's it. Your secret is safe. And what, dear lady, qualifies you to be our lottery maiden? 
Well, I'm a really good doctor. I treat everybody in town, like Chase Carmody, who just got over her scabies, or Diane, who isn't syphilitic anymore, thanks to me, and Belle, whose unplanned, unmarried pregnancy I'm handling with the utmost sensitivity. <gasps> Oops. Hippa, how could you? <laughs> order, order, that's it. Pageant's over. There will be no lottery made in this year. What? What? There's no lottery day, queen. What about the cross? No lottery day, queen. I'm outraged no at this turn of events. This town needs a maiden. God damn the Makewoods. I hate the Makewoods. I hate that slut, Belle Bishop. Gosh, how will Belle fare now that her secret is out? And why is HIPAA always violating HIPAA? Who taught her how to be a doctor? And just what exactly happened at the last Lottery Day pageant in 1989 that has Shimmy Makewood spooked so? Is it done? Yes, and I don't think your son suspects a thing. And what was that all about? Reginald in cahoots with Shimmy Makewood and the main mafia? Those two factions hate each other. How can this new curve from across the pond be playing both sides? To find out, tune in to next week's Coming clean. Previously on Coming Clean. The wrong identical quadruplet died. Tab, I used to hate you for dating my daughter, but I'm starting to think there might be a place for you in my criminal organization. Attention, attention, people of Exposition, Maine. Belle Bishop is pregnant. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. As Belle Bishop goes wah, wah, wah all the way home, she doesn't even see one of her two potential baby daddies, Trich Makewood. Hey, babe, what's up? Babe? And upon reaching her home, who should she see speaking with her father than baby daddy number two? Dad, you're up early and not attacking Tab. What's going on? Does Belle know about the Ain May off you May? No. And let's keep it that way. Ah, your old drunk dad was just asking your young feller to fetch him a bottle of rye. A very particular brand, right, son? Uh, yes, I am running errands. He just agreed to buy me a bottle of my favorite whiskey, Dead Lone Shark. And he's going to call me when he finds it. Uh, yes, that is a kind of whiskey and not a test of loyalty to join any mafia of any oh, state. I wish you wouldn't drink so much, Dad. But enough about your problems. What about mine? What's wrong, sweetie? Run along, Tab. Okay, I guess. Unless Belle needs me. Um, Fine, I guess. I'll go get that loan shark then. Hmm, seems like Tab Browser might have gotten in deeper waters than he was hoping for. 
Meanwhile, back at the pageant... How could you do that to Belle, Hippa? I thought you were her second best friend. I only friend. told the whole town she was pregnant because I wasn't thinking about how it would affect her. In fairness to me, I rarely think when I speak. I guess that makes sense. If everyone had to think about what they were saying before they said it, I don't know where we'd be as a society. In the Dark Ages, that's where. Thinking without speaking is what made this country great. Would Patrick Henry have said, give me liberty or give me death, if he'd thought it through? Maybe. Would JFK have said we were going to put a man on the moon if he'd been thinking about how hard that would be and all the diapers the astronauts would have to wear? Probably not. And would Stephen King, bard of our great state of Maine, have written a whole book about aliens that attack your butt and control you through your butt if he hadn't been on massive amounts of thought-obliviating cocaine? Hell no. Hippa, you've got some good ideas you don't think about, and I'd like to not think about them with you some more. Let's talk. Jeezy Creasy! Trich Makewood has always been the softest of the Makewood boys, but who knew he could be so easily aligned against his beloved's best interests? Is he, dare I say it, a fuckboy? If so, the fruit doesn't fall far from the shady-ass tree. Scene change! And you're sure Jolton Bell never suspected a thing? Most assuredly not. I don't think Miss Hippolyta realized what I was doing. I played her like a harpsichord, or glass harmonica, or some such instrument that requires a gingerly touch. I knew of Belle's pregnancy. I sent Jolt into the dressing room to trigger Hippa's sense of jealousy, and with one pointed question, voila! The words spilled out of her like pus from a boil. An apt but disgusting metaphor. But how did you know about that little tramp's delicate condition? Oh, I have my ways. I have my ways. <laughs> I do hope this little errand has proven my friendship to you. I would so love to count you as a pal, as it were. You can be sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. I'm glad something useful could come from that terrible pageant. The worst, the worst thing, thing to ever befall Exposition Mains is the Sharknado of 32. And your 1989 Lottery Queen is... Heather Frenchelor! And she's won a night on the Pride of Expo, Carl Makewood's mega yacht, The Tits of the Sea! Sylvia, 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 are you all right? I'll, I'll be all right. What just happened? The past, dear Reg. The past happened and it can't unhappen. A dismal yet accurate pronouncement. Back in the present, over at Suds Ruckers. Excuse me, miss. Ah, you startled me. Sorry about that. Years on the job have trained me to walk silently and proud, like the mountain lion. Cool for you, I guess. I'm looking for the owner of this biz. That would be Dick Frisbee, the Laundry King. But he never comes out here. I see. Young miss, I'm an officer of the law. I'm sworn to Lady Justice, a crazy bitch who rides my ass day in and day out. Name's Detective Aladdin Vegas. What an unusual name. It's the name of my first pet and the last place I went on vacation. I'm here to investigate a money laundering scheme running out of this bleach joint. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Money laundering at a laundromat? It's a pretty ingenious scheme. Dirty money goes into the change machine, clean quarters come out. Who empties the change out at the end of the night? Well, I do, but... I think you'd better come with me. Downtown. I'd better call someone. 
Can I use your phone? Okay, but it better be local. Oh, wow, a razor. You don't see many of those today. It's ringing. Come on, Tab. Pick up. Oh, gross! Can I try one more number? I haven't got all day, kid. Wait, I think my phone is ringing. I don't hear anything. Good enough for me. Hachi machi! Hippa done stole one of Belle's two mans! Looks like she might be getting a demotion to third best friend soon. And did Tab Browser shoot a bitch? Starting on the path of darkness to provide for a child that might not even be his. And is every man in Belle's life knee-deep in crime? Her dad, her boyfriend, and now her boss, the infamous Dick Frisbee? Laundry King of Maine? All this and more on the next Coming Clean. Previously on Coming Clean. Miss Bishop, we believe your employer is laundering money through this laundromat. I don't know if I can kill someone, even if it'll set me up for life with the main mafia. Come on, Trich, pick up. Wait, I think my phone is ringing. I don't hear anything. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried, but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. No. Stop. Don't. It's 3 a.m. Shimmy Makewood must be lonely. Ever since her husband died, the only men to share her bed have been her three sons. And then just Trich. And now that her sweetest, softest son has finally left the nest, Shimmy Makewood sleeps with her memories, alone. No. No, the water. The dark water. Ah! <sighs> only a dream. Hello? Trich? Trich? Pick up your damn phone. Mama's got the fear, and she needs someone to make a bourbon run. Don't make me ask Gark. That's just cruel. Hello? Pick up, damn you. Harge would have picked up, but he died when you were young, and aren't you glad it wasn't you? Aren't you just pleased as punch that I could only save three of my four quadruplets from that burning Ferris wheel and I just happened to reach you third to last? You must be laughing wherever you are. Ha 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 ha! Mama saved the wrong quadruplet and I'll never get her bourbon because I'm an ungrateful child. <laughs> well, you can go on laughing, laugh all the way to my grave and just piss on it, why don't you? Wow. Just wow. 
But what exactly is Trich doing instead of getting his mama some bourbon? Hippolyta Lee, that's what. I can't help but feel a little guilty. Why? Well, you're Belle's best friend. Second best friend. That stupid doll. And she's pregnant with my baby. Maybe. What? Well, it might not be yours. She said we were exclusive. I guess I have a lot to think about. Gawk? Reginald Danes III? What are you doing here? I was your mother's dinner companion. We had quite a lot to drink, and she suggested I stay the night. And you? I live here. Sometimes. I meant in your mother's safe room, where she keeps her rare antique safes. I'm looking for a deed for the dawn. A deed for the dawn? Devilish indeed. Don't delay. It's hard to crack this safe with you alliterating over there. Oh, sorry. Carry on. Geez, I guess every make would, but Jolt is up and scheming tonight. Shh. I don't want to wake Mom. I stand corrected. What are you doing here? I didn't know where else to go. Where's Belle? Don't you need to be on her shelf when she gets home so Baby can play dress up? Ha ha, very funny. Play the haunted doll card. But that's why I'm here. Belle didn't come home last night. She's in jail. She called your brother. She called her dad. Nobody picked up. You gotta help her. Bail her out. Why can't you do it? There isn't time to do the whole ghost surreal. Sometimes we get trapped in dolls, yada, yada, yada trip. Jolt, please, for old time's sake. I just can't say no to that face. I'll go. I'll always love you. You know that? Jolt, stop. I just wanted to say it. I needed to say it. Once. I know. I know. Okay, but did Jolt love Jazzy before she died and went into a doll or after? The mind reels. Anyway, over at Pappy's. We got word, boss, that your daughter is in the custody of our most hated enemies. The Nova Scotians? The police. Ah, them? Fuck those guys. Seems like Johnny Law got wise to the laundering scheme at Sudruckers, but they think Dick Frisbee is at the top of the food chain. Good. Let him think Frisbee's the apex predator. And see if Maine's criminal underbelly, Dick Frisbee, is the shark. But I'm like a, like an invisible octopus with brains in all its tentacles. Also, it can talk, and it knows kung fu. What vivid imagery, Don Bishopi? Thanks. Guess I gotta go play the drunk but concerned parent and bail my baby out. Not so fast. Dick Frisbee, Laundry King of Maine? What are you doing here? Hey guys, I got the deed. Oh wow, everybody's got guns pointed at everybody. Yikes. Wait, aren't you Dick Frisbee, the Laundry King of Maine? What are you doing here? And aren't you Gark Makewood, one of the richest dudes in town? What are you doing here? I could say the same thing, Tab Browser. And why are you covered in blood? I think it's mine. I goofed, boss. I goofed big time. Enough of this foolishness. Time to see who the real invisible talking kung fu octopus is. 
And downtown? I'm here to pay Belle Bishop's bail. She's not under arrest. Then let her go. Well, now I'm afraid I can't do that. We can detain her for up to 24 hours to assist in our inquiries, you understand? No, I don't understand. Do you know who I am? Do you know who my father was? I am Jolt Makewood, damn it, and I am not leaving without Belle Bishop. Uh, she's gone. What? what? Yeah, I just walked by her cell and it was empty. Oh, dang. Bell's missing, somebody in the main mafia shot someone else in the main mafia, maybe, and I'm pretty sure Jolt fucked a doll. What in the whole entire fuck is going on? To find out, tune into next week's... Coming Clean. Previously on Coming Clean. Gark Makewood? What are you doing in your mother's safe room? Dick Frisbee, Laundry King of Maine? What are you doing here? Belle Bishop, what are you doing not here in police custody? Where am I? Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by... Coming Clean. Where am I? The last thing I remember was eating a ho-ho in jail. Now I'm... Chained up in some freaky cave? First my second best friend revealed my pregnancy to the whole town. Then I was locked up in jail, and now I'm... Kidnapped? Could this day get any worse? (laughs) Whoops, spoke too soon. Exposition's prettiest resident and unwed mother-to-be, Belle Bishop, disappeared from police custody early this morning. Belle, where are you? So when I got there, she'd already left. Or been taken? It's not like Belle to just disappear without a call or at least a geotagged selfie. Well, her personal business just got broadcast to the whole town. Maybe she took off to clear her head. She just took off out of a locked prison cell? Are you dense? I'm not the one made of wood. I'm porcelain! And don't you forget it! Babe, wait! Meanwhile, at Main Mafia HQ... I want a full sweep of the town. No stone unturned. We are going to find my little girl or you are going to die trying. Capiche? Capiche, boss. We'd have more boots on the ground if not for that unpleasantness with Dick Frisbee. Of all the times for a mafia turf war, the very night my daughter goes missing is definitely top five most inconvenient. Not so fast. Dick Frisbee, laundry king of Maine? 
what are you doing here? Hey guys, I got the deed. Oh wow, everybody's got guns pointed at everybody. Yikes. Wait, aren't you Dick Frisbee, the laundry king of Maine? What are you doing here? And aren't you Gark Makewood, one of the richest dudes in town? What are you doing here? I could say the same thing, Tab Browser. And why are you covered in blood? I think it's mine. I goofed, boss. I goofed big time. Enough of this foolishness. Oh, frick, I did it again! Christ, Tab, you just shot yourself in the foot. What do you mean, again? That's what I was coming to tell you. I tried to off that guy, like you said. Allegedly. Can't be proven. But I was scared, and I never shot a gun before, so I closed my eyes, and I guess I missed and shot my foot. You guess you missed? I'd say it's pretty definite. And, um, well, this Mexican standoff was a lot to walk, or rather limp into, and my hands are all bloody trying to bandage my foot, and my finger slipped in. Oh, jeez. You got both feet. Is that better or worse than shooting the same foot twice? I don't know. They hurt real bad. Well, don't worry. We got a nurse who knows on which side her bread is buttered. Raj, take him, please. Got it, boss. Come on, Pally. Ow. 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 Dumbass. Now where were we? Nobody comes for my lobster throne, Frisbee. Well, it sounds like you were planning on letting me take the fall for the laundry laundering, and if I'm getting the blame, I might as well get the glory. When you get out of prison, I'll buy you a boat. I don't want a boat, I want respect. A house on Martha's Vineyard? Hamptons, right next to Colin Jost. Done. Well, I'm glad that's all settled now. I just didn't feel like I was being valued, you know? I hear you. I totally get it. We all need to work on communicating our needs better so it doesn't get to standoffs. That's on me. On us both. Uh, boss, I also shot my foot. Ah, for fuck's sake. Sounds like the main mafia needs some gun safety training. Too bad almost all gun safety programs are run by the NRA and mainly work to funnel people into their single-issue voting bloc. Speaking of terrorist organizations, Belle Bishop is plenty terrified chained up in that cave. I am not going to wait around helplessly to be rescued. Time to take my fate into my own hands. Let's see. I'm in a cave or a tunnel. Looks man-made. I don't know how long I was out. But I don't seem to have pissed myself, so I have to be within a day's travel from the police station. I can smell... ocean? And... popcorn? (laughs) And that laugh keeps happening, but nobody appears. Let's see. Man-made tunnel, popcorn smell, creepy clown laugh. That's it! I'm in the abandoned King's Island! Stephen King's Island of Spooky Family Fun, once Miskatana County's premier destination for horror-themed entertainment. Guests could crash the Christine bumper cars, get chased in the Shining Maze, and risk insanity on the 1408 VR experience. Of course, the park was shut down after parallel lawsuits from Stephen King and Paramount's King's Island. Now the park laid as abandoned and desolate as the rest station in King's own Mile 81. That one is about a car that kills people. It's hard to Google because there are two other Stephen King books about killer cars. Christine and From a Buick 8. And Maximum Overdrive. Gee, it's almost like something bad and car-related happened to Stephen King, which he's having a hard time getting over. Weird. 
Based on the chains and damp and creepy clown laughter, Belle surmised that she must be in the It Log Flume Ride. How the hell am I going to get out of here? King's Island is a literal island. Even if I scream and scream, nobody's going to hear me. Exactly. Pennywise? No dipshit, I'm obviously someone close to you trying to disguise my identity. Anyway, you're trapped here forever. Don't even think about escape, blah blah blah, but I'm not a total monster. Wow, you undid one cuff. I'm eternally grateful. Yeah, keep the sarcasm going and we'll see if I give you a crap bucket. Sorry. Things are in motion, Belle Bishop. Things you can't be around for. I know you won't believe me, but I'm doing this for your own good. I don't believe you. Called it. The people in your life are not who you think they are. Twitch is not who you think he is. Here, take this. A Polaroid? I thought they stopped making film for these. Just look at the picture. Is that Tritch? With Pippa? Oh, hell no. When I get out of here, I am going to kill that little bitch. And Hippa. Yikes. I bet Hippa is hoping Belle's not found until she can skip town. That all depends on how the manhunt is going. Okay, Sergeant, report. We checked her house, her job, the ravine, and the bus station. No luck. Well, that's all the places I can think of. Wait, do you check a house? Yes, first. Damn it! Boys, this case is officially cold. Sell the rights to Oxygen Network and call it a day. Mark my words. Bell Bishop will never be found. What? Why is Detective Aladdin Vegas giving up so easily? Will anyone think to check on Stephen King's Island for spooky family fun? Will Belle ever get her crap bucket? The answers to these questions and more on the next... Coming clean. Previously on Coming Clean. Exposition's prettiest resident and unwed mother-to-be, Belle Bishop, disappeared from police custody early this morning. When I get out of here, I am going to kill that little bitch. Mark my words. Belle Bishop will never be found. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. Lady, you sure got a lot of kelp on you. Come away from the strange woman who walked out of the sea, Terrence. Wait a minute, I know you. I saw your face in the paper. You're Belle Bishop. You've been missing for eight months. But that's impossible. I've only been trapped for a few days. If I was missing for eight months, I'd be about to give birth. <gasps> oh my god, I'm so fat. So you're telling me you have no idea where you've been for the past eight months? No, I'm saying I don't remember the past eight months. I remember being kidnapped, held at King's Island, then waking up on a poop emoji pool floaty in the bay. We checked out King's Island, and there didn't seem to be any sign of your captivity. So? 
Whoever did this to me probably cleaned it up. Or you were never kidnapped in the first place. I was kidnapped, I tell you! Let's look at the facts. You're in police custody, then the next minute you're not. Nobody sees you being taken, so either my station is grossly incompetent or a dame is lying to me. Again! Or somebody bribed someone to get me out of here. Bribe an officer of the law? Can't be done. Lady Justice wouldn't stand for it, vengeful bitch goddess that she is. I know what happened to me. Right now, it's a case of he said, she said. What he? Officer PJ. Yeah, I didn't see nobody. Was that your Jag I saw parked outside PJ's? Hell yeah, brother. Nice. How could he afford a new Jaguar on a beat cop salary? Clearly he took a bribe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say something you can't prove that could ruin someone's reputation, okay? This boy has a whole life ahead of him. He's like 40. I'm just saying, we don't throw accusations around like that, you crazy lying bitch. Now don't leave town. It would seem whoever kidnapped Belle had quite the financial resources. Like a staple factory baroness, hmm? Just saying. But a lot has changed in Exposition Maine since Belle's disappearance, as she is about to find out. Trich! Trich, I've been locked up in a creepy clown sewer for months, and the only thing keeping me sane was the thought of getting free and confronting you. I know about you and HIPAA. You mean how we're engaged? How could you? I thought you were my second best friend. Hey, we thought you were dead, and what began as a rather acrobatic grief sex blossomed into a relationship between true equals financially, intellectually... I feel like you're saying I'm too dumb and poor for Trich. Wow, I take it back. You're a genius. Nothing gets past you. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure you're busy reconnecting with all those dudes you were fucking before you mysteriously disappeared. What happened there, by the way? Someone kidnapped me and held me hostage at King's Island. Sure. Well, keep in touch. Do you have a birth plan yet? I know things are a little rocky between us, but I am your obstetrician and I take my job very seriously. Oh, fuck off. Suit yourself. I don't need this shit. I've got another man who loves me, who wants to take care of me. You're married? It's been a hell of an eight months. You died. Mm, no, I didn't. Then your dad disappeared. What? Yeah, he said he was going to find you or die trying. My guess, he died trying. Didn't you look for me at all? Sure, for a while. That's actually how I met my wife. We were just worried sick about you, Bale. Sylvia Makewood? Sylvia Makewood? What on earth has been going on in exposition? Maybe Belle is somewhere in the woods behind the Makewood mansion? No better time to look than the dead of night. Belle! Belle! Where are you? Oh, hi, Mrs. Makewood. What are you doing with that shovel? Not burying a body, that's for sure. Okay, have you seen Belle? Who? She used to be her mate. She mysteriously disappeared. Her dad is the town drunk, who has also mysteriously disappeared. Are you sure you don't need help with whatever you're doing in the woods at 2 in the morning with the shovel? It looks like you're digging a really big hole. Young man, did you know that married couples cannot testify against each other in court? Uh, I did not know that. You learn something new every day. It's called spousal privilege. Let me tell you all about it. Anyway, then we got married and your house burned down. My what 
burned what? It appeared that your father left his big mouth billy bass on when he disappeared to go looking for you. It overheated and caught the whole house aflame. When did that happen? Like four hours ago. It might still be on fire. IDK. I haven't checked. I thought getting pregnant was the worst thing that could happen to me. Now my house has burned down, my dad has disappeared, and my lovers are seeing other people. I think it's safe to say, officially and without any dramatic irony, that this is as bad as things can possibly get. Bell Bishop, you're under arrest for money laundering, racketeering, whatever that is, Rico, and uh, what the hey, let's throw an arson. Motherfucker! Bell has got to stop declaring that things can't get any worse. They always get worse. To find out how, tune in next time. To Coming Clean. Previously on Coming Clean. I'm telling you, I was kidnapped. And I'm telling you, you're lying. Hippa, you and Tritch are engaged? You die. I didn't. Then your dad disappeared. In your house burned down. This is as bad as things can possibly get. Bell Bishop, you're under arrest. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. All raz for Judge Elaine Carpenter. Be seated. Miss Bishop, you are charged with one count of money laundering, one count of racketeering under RICO, one count of arson, multiple counts of obstruction of justice, and one count of letting your roots grow out for too long. How do you plead? Not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, and not a real crime, Your Honor. Objection, my lud. On what grounds? I mean, look at her. Your Honor, my client was captive for months of her life and appears to have been kept in a twilight sleep state where one is unconscious and unpressured by today's beauty standard. Whether or not Miss Bishop was actually kidnapped is sincerely under question, Your Honor, and I have an expert whose testimony will prove that societal aesthetic standards are not affected by sedation. My client is also pregnant. That's right, and you can't dye your hair when you're pregnant. I'll allow it. We must protect unborn life at all costs. The jury will be instructed to read these pamphlets I have on the subject at recess. The last charge is dismissed with prejudice. We will now hear opening arguments. Very well, my lad. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, perhaps worse than any crime is squandered potential. And this town well, well, well. What an potential. odd state of affairs. Belle Bishop on trial for her own kidnapping, as well as the crimes of her missing father, the Don of the main mafia. And newcomer Reginald Daines, the third helming the prosecution? He, of all people, should know who was really laundering the money at the laundromat. And who is the opposing counsel but Shimmy Makewood? And here I thought she and Reg were friends. I didn't even know Shimmy was a lawyer, and I'm the omniscient third-person narration. How did things get so upside down under in this kangaroo court? Why would she want to act as my defense, Mrs. Makewood? 
or should I say browser? When I married your former beau, I kept my maiden name. Makewood was your first husband's name. And I successfully defended myself in his murder trial. You might not like me, and I sure as shit don't like you, but the main courts are as kind to beautiful young women as Senator Collins herself. Which is to say, super unkind. You might not trust me, but you need me. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client is insane. <gasps> I mean, she'd have to be to try and snare my dear Trich into her nasty-ass clutches. Yes, if Belle Bishop is guilty of anything, it is of believing in herself too much. For my client is terminally stupid. She can't spell racketeering, let alone commit it. She talks to a doll, for goodness sake. It's her best friend. I will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Belle Bishop is an ignorant, self-obsessed little dullard incapable of the very cool and interesting crimes of which she is accused. Thank you kindly. The prosecution would like to call its first witness, Hippolyta Lee. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Miss Lee, can you walk us through the day of Miss Bishop's alleged disappearance? Well, it was lottery day night. Some unfortunate news about Belle's pregnancy had gotten out somehow. Can you describe how she seemed to you? Puffy. Mostly in the face, but the pregnancy bloat was definitely starting. I meant her state of mind. Oh. Angry, I guess? Desperate? Desperate for what? Well, things always go Belle's way, or they had right up until that moment. With her life crumbling all around her, she seemed... Crazed? Sure. Objection! Leading! Sustained. Miss Lee, do you know the father of Miss Bishop's baby? No, but neither does she. Could be Tab, could be my fiancé, or any other number of men. And did both Mr. Browser and Mr. Makewood believe themselves to be the father? Relevance, your honor? Milad, it speaks to the accused's facility with subterfuge. Answer the question, Miss Lee. Yes, Belle told both Tab and Trich that they were the father. No further questions. Miss Lee, when did you begin a sexual relationship with my son? Objection, Millard! It's yucky for her to ask that. I'm inclined to agree, but I'll allow it. The 10th. So also lottery day night. Yes. The same night that Belle was arrested then disappeared from her jail cell. Yes. And how long would you say that initial sexual congress took? Gross, Your Honor. I'm establishing a timeline. I'll... Allow it. About seven minutes? Pathetic. My son will not be in the annals of great lovers, but then neither is his father. But that lackluster effort would have left you with plenty of time to drive to the police station and abscond with Miss Bishop. <laughs> Excuse me? Wouldn't you say you have a vested interest in seeing Belle, your main romantic rival, out of the picture? She's not my rival. No, not after eight months' absence. Miss Lee, what's it like to always come in second place? I beg your pardon? Runner-up in Miss Teen Maine, second most popular in middle school, salutatorian in high school, Miss Bishop often said you were her second best friend. That damn doll always came first. How can I lose to a doll? It doesn't even have a medical degree. Belle was Miss Teen Maine, most popular in middle school, not valedictorian because she can barely read, but still, very pretty and well lacked. She had her pick of men in this town, whereas you were relegated to always helping deliver other women's babies. So I ask again, what is it like to always come in second place? It stunk, okay? Is that what you want to hear? I hated it and I hated her. No further questions. The prosecution calls Richard Frisbee to the stand. <gasps> That's Dick Frisbee, son, and don't you forget it. Do you swear? Shit, yeah, I do. Get with the questions, British guy. I don't got all day. 
How do you know the defendant? Bell worked for me at Suds Ruckus, one of my many sartorial cleansing establishments. In other words, a laundromat. Correct. And what was her job? Oh, this and that. Sweeping, cleaning out lint traps. Making change. Sure, emptying and refilling the change machines. Tell me about Bell's father. Pappy Bishop? Don't really know him. A worthless drunk hasn't done an honest day's work in his life. Heard he took off. Is that what you heard? Interesting, interesting, Mr. Frisbee. What do you know about the main mafia? The what? I'm not sure I'm familiar. I commute here from New Hampshire. Your answers continue to amuse me, Mr. Frisbee. The people would like to enter Exhibit A. Can you tell me what you see in this picture, Mr. Frisbee? Me. And who are you with? Objection! And in a sentence with a preposition. With whom are you standing in this photograph, Mr. Frisbee? Happy Bishop. And what does the banner say over your heads? Main Mafia. Speak up, Mr. Frisbee. Main Mafia 2017 Coke Mule Race and BBQ. Mr. Frisbee, are you not in fact a member of the Main Mafia, the head of whom is none other than Pappy Bishop? <gasps> Yes. And do your laundromats not operate as a means to not only launder clothing, but the ill-gotten gains of Pappy Bishop's nefarious notions? Yes. An operation managed not by you, Mr. Frisbee, but by the Don's own daughter, Belle Bishop? No, she didn't know what her daddy did. Then who was in charge at Sudsruckers? I... I... uh, Fine. Yes. It was Belle. Mr. Frisbee, how could you? I'm sorry, Belle. It was you or me. Miss Makewood, tell your client to shut her yap or I'll hold her in contempt. Let's skip ahead to closing arguments, shall we? Your Honor, I'd like to cede my time to Belle Bishop herself. I'll allow it, Miss Bishop. When I was going into the seventh grade, we had to pick extracurriculars. And I was telling all the grown-ups about how I got to pick classes. I was so excited. And this man said... A pretty girl like you. I'll bet you want to pick the classes with the most cute boys. I said that was patronizing, and all the adults laughed at me. Even my dad. That was the day I found out I wasn't a person. Not really. Not a full person. I was a thing to fuck. A pretty thing to own. Not only that, but my prettiness itself was an invitation. But I wanted to learn. I loved learning. So I learned how to be a pretty possession. And I was very good at it. You think I woke up with abs? This pouty mouth? It's drawn on. Because you people told me this was the best I'd ever be. And if I was your perfect, fuckable blonde, I'd be safe. Well, I guess that didn't work out. Because men took advantage of me. My friends hated me and someone kidnapped me. Yes, I was kidnapped. It happened because I say it happened. One witness is enough. So fuck you for saying it was my fault. I don't want to be pretty anymore. I want to be able to trust that when someone talks to me, it's not because they want to fuck me. But most of all, I don't want to be scared anymore. Convict me of stuff I didn't do, whatever. What else is new? Your Honor, we've heard enough. We find the defendant guilty on all counts. But you have to deliberate. Nuh-uh. She told us to find her guilty, so we did. That was rhetorical, you dumb fucks. I will not hear such language in my courtroom. Rhetorical? Disgusting. Bailiff, take her away. Dearie me, what is a girl to do? 
Is this the end of Bell Bishop? Will the next two episodes be a protracted Orange is the New Black parody? Find out on the next... Coming Clean. Previously on Coming Clean. Miss Bishop, how do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor. Mr. Frisbee, are you not, in fact, a member of the main mafia, the head of whom is none other than Pappy Bishop? Yes. We find the defendant guilty on all counts. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried, but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. When we last saw Belle Bishop, she was clapped in irons and taken away to the brig. It's not looking good, kiddo, but we might be able to get him on appeal. Couldn't the judge call a mistrial, given that the four women convicted me without deliberating with the rest of the jury? Yeah, if the judge didn't hate your guts. Belle Bishop, you are free to go. Someone else has confessed to all your crimes. Who? What? How? Why? And when? And where? Say goodbye to your fiancé and in you go, Trich Makewood. Look at that, we got us a jailhouse do si -do. My Trichy, why? Why would he do such a thing? Ask him yourself. My Trichy, why? Why would you do such a thing? I did it for love, Mama. For me? For her? Belle, so moved was I by your speech that I broke off my engagement and confessed to all your crimes, which I committed, all of them. The embezzlement, the kidnapping, the Ricky. Rico? Right. The world has used you most cruelly, Belle Bishop, but I intend to make amends. Will you marry me? Oh, Hippa, can I have that ring back? What? Let me just... It's stuck. Dang, girl, did you gain weight since I proposed? There she goes. Okay, Belle, will you marry me? No, marry me! Tab? You're already married. Not anymore. Got that shit hella annulled. Sorry, babe. Spousal privilege still applies to anything I told you during the marriage. I'm fine. Mazel tov, darling. Mazel tov. Belle, it sounds like you've got quite the choice to make. I hope you pick my ex and not my son. Toodles. I need some air. I feel... Uh, ow! I'm having contractions! Somebody call a doctor! You're a doctor! Oh my god, I am. <laughs> Talk about a brain fart. Sounds like the little bitch is about to pop. I wonder if it's Tritches or Tabs. I highly doubt Belle got a paternity test during her captivity. Man, Belle really winged it on her closing arguments. I did so much better on mine. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, what is a boat? I ask you, is it a thing that floats on water because it's less dense? Technically, but more than that, it's a promise. The manufacturers of my late husband's boat promised that it would float, and it did not live up to that promise. Sure, 
It was on fire when it sank. But any boat that can burn in the middle of water can't be all that in a bag of boiled peanuts, right? The prosecution has claimed that my husband did not drown, but was strangled and shot and stabbed. Just because other people on the water claim to have heard gunshots and someone shout, Dear God, you're stabbing me! But if that's true, then where's the body? It's at the bottom of the ocean because that boat company failed to fulfill its promise. It's sacred pact with the owner. I would give anything to have my husband back. But alas, it's not my error that caused his death. I'm a victim of fate. A victim of boats. Thank you. Well, we may never know exactly what happened on Carl Makewood's boat that fateful night. Certainly not while Shimmy is around to stop us. But let's turn away from the past and check in with Belle's labor. It was Braxton Hicks contractions, false labor, pretty common, especially on TV when you need a fake out before the real delivery on the season finale. Yeah, I always thought that was really manipulative. There should be fewer pregnancy storylines overall. It reduces otherwise well-drawn characters to a biological function. I'm not just a pregnant woman. I'm a kidnapping victim, a mafia princess, and a community college student. And a turbo slut. Fuck you, HIPAA. I'll bill you for the life-saving medical care. Tab, I've been thinking. I won't marry you. Dag. But I'm not marrying Trich either. My recent kidnapping has left me with some serious trust issues. Until I figure out who kidnapped me, I don't think I can give myself fully to anyone. Cause, you know, maybe they kidnapped me. You make dank points, babe. But because the state seized your dad's assets, you have no way of supporting that baby. And you have nowhere to live, cause your house hell burned down. You don't have to marry me, but will you live with me? Holding me economically hostage. How romantic. Frick yeah, romantic is how I do, babe. And I got the perfect plan to make sure you and that baby are well taken care of. Yes, I'd like to make a deposit. Everyone get on the ground! This is a robbery! Lady, should you be doing this? You're fucking pregnant. Why do you think I'm doing this in the first place? Birth ain't cheap. Now get on the fucking ground. This is the police. We have you surrounded. Relax, babe. It's more Tony Braxton's. Not this time. My water just broke. Delivering a baby during a hostage situation? Could the stakes be any higher? Yup, but I'm not gonna tell you how. You have to wait until the next... Coming clean. This season on Coming Clean. Belle's not guilty, I am. I did the Ricky. Rico. Right. Marry me, Belle. No, oh, marry me. Everyone get on the ground, this is a robbery. My water broke, I'm going into labor. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by 
coming clean. Ugh, this hurts so bad. Labor sucks. It's okay, baby. Just breathe. Is there a doctor in the hostage situation? Uh, I'm a physician. You? I'm a licensed psychiatrist. You have to get a medical degree. Weird. It's an antiquated system, I'll grant you, but aren't you glad in this moment that I jumped through this particular hoop? <laughs> Just breathe, dear. Lie back and think of England. Meanwhile, Shay Hippa. I give and I give and I give, and what does it get me? No fiancé, that's for damn sure, and no happiness. Still number two, I kidnapped her, I burned down her house, and she still winds up with everything. This just in, a pregnant woman just went into labor while holding up first Mennonite Bank. More at 11. That bitch is dead. HIPAA kidnapped Belle? And showed Belle pics of her and Trich together? What a power move. But I can't help but worry about what HIPAA meant by that bitch is dead. Probably nothing. You're dead, bitch. HIPAA? How did you get in here? This is a robbery. The cops have this place surrounded. Don't worry about how I got in. Worry about how you're going to get out if I shoot you with this gun. Okay, it's time to push. But it hurts. Like someone is trying to explode me. Wait, the pain is out, not down? Yes. Let me see. Um, British guy, can we trade? You mean... You deliver the baby and I hold the shotgun? I guess. If you insist. Belle, this baby is breached. Do you know what that means? It's coming out butt first? Not if I can turn it around. Belle, I am going to get elbow deep in you. Do you trust me? You just had a gun pointed at me. But oddly, yes. Great. Now your body is going to want you to push. Don't push. Whatever you do, don't push. Okay, time to push. It's a girl. They can decide that later. I'll name her Nefertiti. After my mom. I only wish I'd gotten to know her before she died. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but Nefertiti was the name of the camel your dad fucked, not your mom. Can I have one nice thing? <sighs> Docs, she's bleeding a lot. She's going into shock. Belle, I know this is gross, but I need you to wake up and eat your placenta. That's it. Munch. Why are you doing this to me? It's working. The bleeding is stopping. There are hormones or something in the placenta that stop the bleeding. I don't know. I'm a doctor, not a scientist. Point is, I saved your ass. Hippa, we've been through a lot. And since the name I thought was my mom's turned out to be that of a... Camel? Yup, camel. I want to name my baby girl Hippolyta. All Belle, not Jazzy? No, Jasmine was always going to be a middle name. Hippolyta Jasmine Bishop. Come on, let's get you out of here. How? The police have us surrounded. They don't know about the steam tunnels. Ah, yes, the utility tunnels of Exposition, Maine. Carrying steam, electricity, and during the 20s, bootleggers all over town. Disused ever since exposition switched to natural gas, the steam tunnels are only known by families who have a rum runner or two in the family tree. Little Lita, I promise I won't let any harm come to you. You're going to have a better life than your mom, and definitely a better life than your grandpa. It'd be hard for it to be worse. Dad? You're alive? Basically. Where have you been? Where were you when I needed you? 
Why didn't you tell me you were a crime lord? How could you be an effective mob boss and be as incoherently drunk as you often were? Okay, let me try to answer these in order. In the steam tunnels, uh, in the steam tunnels, I wanted you to have a normal life, and I was faking being drunk to throw Johnny Law off the trail. They said you went looking for me and never came back. I'm sorry, but that was a lie. I had main mafioso scouring the countryside for you. Still do. But, Dad, I've been out of my kidnapper's clutches for months. News doesn't travel as fast in the steam tunnels, girly. So you don't know about my trial? My conviction? My conviction's rapid overturning when Trich Makewood confessed to all my alleged crimes? Wow, you ask a lot of questions in a row, huh? No, I didn't know about all the stuff you just said. Frankly, I still don't. You talk fast. Why did you let me think Nefertiti was my mom and not a camel? You keep her name out of your mouth. Well, this is a lot, uh, but the cops are still looking for us, so I suggest we skedaddle. One skedaddle later. Belle, Tab, you can't stay here. Everyone will figure out that you robbed the bank. She's right, sweetie. We can launder that money no problem. But the government shut down all of Dick Frisbee's laundromats. You think that is the only way I can keep my assets liquid? Get going, hun. Head to Cabot Cove. Someone will be waiting for you there. Tab, take care of her. I love you, Dad. Goodbye. And so, we end as we began, with Bell Bishop entering uncharted waters. The waters of motherhood and now a literal bay heading to Cabot Cove. Oh, I'm going to miss her. And the baby. Especially because it's mine. What? Yeah, I implanted my egg fertilized with Trich's sperm during a random gyno appointment. I do it with all my patients. It's like the secret. Putting out into the universe what I want to manifest. Bitch, that is not how the secret works. Will Hippa ever get her comeuppance? And what's up with Shimmy? If she didn't bury Pappy Bishop in the woods, who did she bury? And are we ever going to find out what Reginald's plans for the town are? He wouldn't shut up about them, but got real quiet on specifics. And what about Jazzy and Jolt? What's even going on there between a stapler tycoon and a haunted doll? You're getting no answers until next season. Of Coming Clean. been listening to Coming Clean, an extremely serious radio drama, written and produced by Bethy Squires, that's me, with title music by Zach Nichols, starring Steph McCann as Belle Bishop, Thomas Grabinski as Pappy Bishop, Casey Rosario as Shimmy Makewood and Tab Browser, Zach Mason as the Makewood Triplets, Rob Warner as Reginald Daines III and Detective Aladdin Vegas, Meredith Dillon as Hippolyta Lee, and Andra Whipple as your narrator. Additional voices by Catherine Risk, Nico Brancolini, Colin Jenkins, and Bethy Squires. That's me. Sound effects and additional music by Colin Jenkins and Bethy Squires. That's me. No haunted dolls were harmed in the making of this radio serial.